Hi, I'm Lloyd, and along with my brother and business partner Dan, I'm the co-host of the Business Anchors podcast. We're always interested in stories of how businesses grow, so today we'll be sharing the story of the last... How many years was it? We always say, oh yeah, we started six years ago, but then we never add a year on when another year's gone past, so Mm. I always get confused, how long have we actually been going? Thanks for the clarification there, Dan. Let's just start at the beginning then. The soundtrack... Uh, to this like scene in our in our movie would be I'm Dan Dalton and I'm gonna help you grow a huge business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna help you with your oh, marketing. Oh man, looking back that's uh that's how I sounded. But without that we wouldn't be here exactly. today. Well said past Lloyd. It's taken hard work to get there and I would like to say the work I've done to build our business has been one hundred percent legitimate. No weird schmoozing of people from huge corporations. I'll leave that to Dan. Like, I remember milking the the head of digital at FIFA, who mm. was in the training. Oh, while you're milking him? No. <laughs> milking his testimony. <laughs> oh. Milking his testimony? <laughs> Shut up. Right, let's get this back on track, Dan. This is getting a bit weird, even for the Business Anchors podcast. I look at you sometimes and say, we've actually got a business that, that works. Yeah. <laughs> it's strange, because you look at other businesses and you think... They must be clever. And then I realised, nah, I, I, I'm doing it too. Yeah. We're bloody doing it. So let's get into the story of Knowlton. From Dan making videos in our parents' spare room to working with some amazing clients with a team of amazing people. We've still got a very long way to go, but here's the story so far. We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. How did Knowlton start? Depends what you're talking about, you know, the the landmark. uh, Uh, The marketing agency. Oh, the marketing agency. Uh, God, there is a lot to tell how we started. It was very different from from where we are today. Do you know what I always get confused about? We always say, oh yeah, we started six years ago, but then we never add a year on when another year's gone past. So Mm. I always get confused. How long have we actually been going? I think... Was it? I want to say June 2015. Well, I think you started the journey. (laughs) Make it sound cool. Yeah. June 2015, which would mean that we're just over six years, right? Uh, Yeah. Oh, no. No. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. fingers to count now. So under six years. It would be six years in June. No, so was it 2014 then? Oh, whatever. We've been going for a while. But No, I don't think it was. But I think think we've been saying we've been going longer than we have. Why? Are we trying to lie to everyone? No, no, no. Not intentionally. But I, I didn't start till 2016 when we joined forces. So anyway, how did it start? Well, we don't know when though, Dan. <laughs> We're going to have to talk for ages. On it. Oh, actually, no, I, I remember. You're gone. So, well, shall I? I'll let you tell the story because okay. I, I wasn't involved at this point. So, it started by me having a meltdown in my previous job and qu- and calling mum and dad crying. And they said, Come home, Daniel. And I uh, went home and dad basically said to me, My dad runs a really successful business consultancy, and he said, you either need to go and get a job or you can work for me for, was it, was it three or six months? And by the end of the, that period, you have to prove that you're bringing in enough income to warrant mm. me paying you, basically. I think that, I and think, the, sorry, go yeah. ahead. But this is maybe pre-Nolton, but that was like, 
a starting point to actually mm. doing marketing. Yeah. I don't know, is that... I was going to say, I think that's the start of the journey. And I think it's good that we're honest about that. Because obviously you get some businesses that start like, I was eating beans and earning two pounds a day. And now uh, I'm a and now I'm a, And then you get some people like Donald Trump that go, oh yeah, I'm a self-made man. Other yeah. than the $10 million loan I had from my dad. Yeah. Um, and I think we're somewhere in the middle because we were really fortunate where when you took that first leap into trying to do stuff for yourself yeah. dad basically said i'll pay you in within my business and for marketing kind of stuff me. yeah and like you said you've got six months mm. so i think we were lucky there because a lot of when people start businesses and new ventures you don't always get six months um yeah. you might have oh, we you very, might have two or three months to prove yourself or one month the most amazing we were in the most amazing situation because i'll carry on the story in a sec but because we were in a situation where my dad had said, right, you now need to go out there in the world and, and get new business to support them with marketing and I'll pay your salary for six months. My mindset of trying to generate business, I, I wasn't, it wasn't like my mortgage wasn't gonna get paid or I couldn't eat if I didn't win business. So I, it was very good to come across in a good way when trying to sell, I think, compared to you've started a business, you're desperate, but you're desperately trying not to be desperate. Whereas I was in the situation where I was all right, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, you say you're all right, but six months goes past yeah. quick. Like from a point zero yeah. of basically you've got to prove yeah. that you're bringing in more income to the business yeah. than your... Um, so so that first part, chunk of time, I think I learned how to build a website. We were called KPS Digital Marketing, started KPS Digital yeah. Marketing at the time. I built a website, booked on loads of networking, built some social profiles and just went out there and sort of said to people, yeah, we do marketing and stuff. Hmm not knowing what I was doing. Did that for a bit. Actually got, I remember that one of our first clients was- Well, hang on, no, no, no. No? I'm gonna stop you there. Go on then. So that was the start. Yeah, go on. That's where it started. Yeah. Notice the main character of the story isn't in there yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I was getting to you. Um, I wanna firstly, so that's, that's okay. how it started. That's like first- In our parents' back room. First couple of months, that was it. Where are we now? I'll let you go on. I'll let you do this bit. Okay. You, you wanted to change direction of the thing. Go on. No, I just, you know, I'm a bit of a storyteller. Uh, <laughs> I'm a creative, so I'm trying to build this. So the, the end point is today. Well, we're not at an end point. Well, we're at the current end point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, of this story. Mm. Um, today, we're uh, a creative marketing agency, um, soon to be team of 10 employees here at Knowlton working with amazing global clients brands. global brand. and we and we've got amazing people amazing creative people here that we work with and I feel I don't know about you but I feel like in the last probably like 18 months two years I feel like we found our we found yeah. our like what we do what we're yeah. the best at what we're mm. better than anyone else at and what we're and I think that's taken about five and a half years to figure out yeah who knows because we don't know how long the business has been going <laughs> yeah um, but no you're exactly right I think that the first kind of four years where it was just you and I it was us just figuring out what on earth we're doing mm. like we've only really hired people and actually started building a team and actually got out of our parents back room in the last mm. two years has it been two years yeah about that yeah yeah. So well, now we, I, we hire people longer than two. But yeah. Oh, do we? Yeah. Um, so, so that's that's where we are now. The story. We're still only ten percent through the Knowlton story, by the way. Um, at this point, 
I know it said it's the end point, but yeah. we got so much to learn and so much to, so much more to do. Yeah. But we thought we'd kind of reflect on how we got here over the last however many years. We don't know if it's two or ten. Um, and <laughs> hopefully people gain I, value from it. Yeah, I've I think I've got some like key lessons along the way that I look back and think like that was a pivotal thing. And if other yeah. people can pick up that, I think there's some really valuable stuff. Mm. And also. I, when you came up with this idea down for this episode mm. I thought I always look at businesses and I always think I wonder what their story is like yeah. how did they start that how did they oh that's a really cool creative company and they've yeah. got 29 employees yeah. how did they get from one to five mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting yeah yeah so so how did we get <laughs> so so where, where were we in the story we oh yeah so so I um, started working with my dad Proved the concept after six months, built a website for KBS Digital Marketing, went out to the world, got our first cl- good client, which I think was like paying us a few thousand a month and it was a hotel and stuff. This was at the point of the soundtrack uh, to this like scene in our, in our movie would be, um, I'm Dan Dalton and I'm going to help you grow a huge business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to help you with your oh, marketing. Oh man, looking back, that's... Uh, that's how I sounded. But without that, we wouldn't be here exactly. today. So, so yeah. So then I think that was around the point where Lloyd uh, wasn't enjoying his job. And I think, did you quit around then? And then dad kind of gave you the same opportunity once I'd proven my... Is that about right? You tell me... I, no, I spent over a year um, thinking, why... I hate my job and I've got responsibilities like a wife and a mortgage <laughs> Dan doesn't have that yet why is my dad giving him the opportunity why does he believe in him and not me mm. and we've actually discussed this previously that genuinely was the case uh, <laughs> because Dan Dan very much uh, at that point was showing the outside world oh I'm good at stuff and would be a good employee whereas I have never felt the need to show anyone I'm good at anything certainly not at that point so I was just saying like yeah I could definitely like run my own business and do stuff like that and dad was like well, it'd be great if we could do something. If, you know, what what do you do? Can you tell me? And I'd be like, nah, not telling you, but I'll do it. <laughs> um, you idiot. Yeah, so that was at that point. But yeah, I got into a bad... I actually got a, a new uh, horrible manager that was above me in yeah. my old job. I used to... The job was a job I really enjoyed until he came in You'd and he wanted me out from day one. Make this thing purple. I made it purple for you. Why did you make, make it purple? purple? Why did you make it purple? I'm going to tell the owner. Huh? <laughs> what? Um, so you weren't enjoying yourself there, yeah. were you? Um, and it got to the point where I was looking for lots of other things and then eventually Dad gave me the same opportunity. Like, Lloyd, I did it for Dan a year ago mm. and now he's smashing it with huge businesses. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I came in and I did some weird stuff. <laughs> you did some weird stuff. Uh, yeah, go on. I was, <laughs> I was basically a customer experience consultant for about six months. Um, oh. Which weirdly, I did actually get income that, <laughs> yeah. within that six months. I've been customer service experts. Yeah. Lloyd labelled himself as a customer service expert. Mm. <laughs> Never done anything. Well, no, you had actually had experience in it in your... But yeah, <laughs> not not enough to try and do that. Screwing though. your face up. Yeah. Um, so you built your own website. You you printed ten million business cards. Yeah. I only, only ever needed four. <laughs> yeah. And they had a spelling mistake on. So yeah. no one would ever get. So I think you did that for alongside me doing my thing. You mm-hmm. did that for a while. Yeah. And then there was a pivotal moment, 
And also you, you, you are and were very creative. Mm. You've done stuff with video and websites randomly in your own time. Mm. And then we went on a walk, didn't we? Was it a charity walk? It was like a no. practice walk for a charity uh, yeah, walk. Yeah, yeah, practice for a charity walk. And we both had a conversation. It was like a, I don't know, six hour walk or something. Mm -hmm. And we said, we work in the same office doing two completely different things. You've got opposite skills that would um, complement my skills. Why don't we just join forces and work together on what I'm doing? Mm. And then we were like, yeah, all right. Yeah. And by we, you meant I said that and you said, yeah, great idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was weird how I'd been thinking of, we should definitely be working together rather mm. than doing separate things. And I thought, right, I'll, I'll actually talk to Dan about it today because I'm excited about it. Yeah. And, but I had no idea how you'd feel yeah. about it. We were still wearing suits at this and, point. Oh yeah, probably for the walk I was. Probably <laughs> hand out business cards on the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, straight away you were just like, yes, definitely, why haven't we been doing Do you remember this? we did that launch video in the back room? In yeah, the office? wearing... Matching the same shirts, blue shirt, yeah, yeah, which weren't even on brand. So I don't know why we had matching shirts. <laughs> so then, since then, then we joined forces. Then, a couple more years, we sort of just tried to figure out and did some video yeah. projects with people. Did some marketing. Yeah. It started. We started getting better opportunities and more things because we were working together with my creative skills and my basic video mm. skills at that point to promote Dan's personal brand where Dan started talking at some small mm. events and things about marketing. Yeah. So it did. You were using, Lloyd was using Cyberlink Pro to edit our videos. Cyberlink Pro Director. <laughs> Which is, mm. is Barney shaking his head. It was, terrible software. <laughs> it really, looking back, it was, it was terrible. I'm not saying it's terrible, I've just never heard of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was No one's bad. heard of it. Yeah. Um, so we but, were, yeah. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, we were doing that and then we started to get more opportunities, didn't we? I think a pivotal moment, the next pivotal moment for me was in 2017, mm. we made this video, which was super creative and the first kind of Knowlton style video for our own business, which was our testimonials video. Yeah. Which was, that was like a pivotal moment. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's, it's on our YouTube channel. It's basically a video where we went out and filmed testimonials with our actual customers. Mm -hmm. And we also dressed up as characters and pretended to comment on ourselves. And it was quite witty and mm. fun. I think I will always look back on that video and think fondly. Cause you know, we always say about, it's okay to look back at your old stuff and cringe. Yeah. I definitely cringe at like the quality of the video. Yeah. And I look at like, but the oh, creative or that light, oh, that's not even in focus. Why do we do that? <laughs> yeah. But actually still today, that would be a great video. Yeah. And that, that really that set did. the tone for yeah. like, we can act like it, we could create something mm. that was selling our business that everyone was commenting on and sharing, saying, "Oh, mm. this is so good." And I, I was, at that moment, I was like, "Yeah, wow!" It was like that light bulb moment, wasn't it? Of hang on, no one watches videos normally of going, "I work with KPS Digital Marketing because they're a great marketing," yeah. um, and we got everyone to watch five minutes of that, like thousands of people, and it was like, "Hang on." And I think at the end creative. of the video, we had you, we put some text like you've been watching this for five minutes, mm. this is an advert or something. Mm. And then we had loads of people commenting saying, I've just watched a five minute advert mm. for your business and love it. And this is the kind of comments we get now with our yeah. content. So that, that was, was around 2017, wasn't it? And mm. you know, we, we had enough people we were working with to get in a video. So we had a, <laughs> a handful of clients yeah. we'd worked small with. Small local businesses. Yeah, small local businesses. But I think this is a good learning point, I think that is really key. Mm. So looking back at the work we did in 2017 in comparison to now, you look at it and just go, that's shit. <laughs> However, 
Um, we were I charging a lot less. Throughout the whole, yeah, throughout the whole business, we exceeded the expectations of mm. people we were working with. So yes, you know, we 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 weren't winning hundred thousand pound deals um, to work on some yeah. video campaign, but we might have done something where someone was paying us four hundred and fifty quid. And they got the value that they would have got if they paid someone else fifteen hundred pounds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were well happy, recommended us, and I think that's been a key thing throughout mm. what we've done. Even when we weren't able to deliver um, work at the high standards we do now, yeah, we were exceeding expectations yes. at yeah. every point. Which I think, for people learning and starting out in business, yeah, I just think don't worry. Like mm. when you see businesses that are doing great stuff, yeah, you, you can get there. It's just not yeah. right now. Yeah. And then I think um, ongoing from there, I think the kind of main pivotal moments were were mainly getting more credible customers. Because when when mm. credible, like for example, the next one I'd say was Stanit and Kent District Council, Stanit District Council oh, and Kent County local Council, councils, yeah, they started working with or like invested in working with us. Mm. And then at the time, we thought we'd run the lottery because if a council is showing mm. that they trust you, it then shows other businesses that yeah. you can be trusted, and that's a credibility factor. Again, it was just <clears throat> that simple thing of on your website and when you're doing a pitch for sales or whatever although we never used to pitch at that yeah. point but trying mm. to sell something you have a kent county council logo and it's kind of like well they can't just be a yeah. a guy that's going to scam you mm. at least they've worked with yeah. them i think that that definitely helped us our first like local credibility yeah. that was good some of the the best feelings i've ever had in this business are when we've we've won like a client that we know is going to change our business mm. like i remember euro tunnel mm-hmm. was the next one up and i remember us like jumping around in the air at, in the back room in our parents room like we were so it was like um a rush of some, i don't know what it was yeah. euphoria because we were like a, a brand that like was, is really well known yeah trust us it was the first one brand we worked with or business we worked with that we thought some or someone anywhere in the uk could recognize that logo or and and i remember being in a service station coming back probably from some shit networking meeting where i had a a fry up (laughs) um and you calling me and said we won it and i I remember saying like this is a like this is going to change turning point for the first time we've we can talk about working with i'm actually getting goosebumps to talk about it now because it was it was Mm. a real moment isn't it this is where another another lesson to learn guys Mm. this is where we started what we now call milking the top 10 percent yes and i think any business owner should be doing this so what on earth is milking the top 10 percent lloyd so milking the top 10 percent so a lot of businesses work with a load of clients and say look at all this work i've done with all these clients Mm. whereas we have always had the thing of Let's not shout about the things that we don't want to do more of as the business grows mm. in the future. So, you know, uh, when we worked with Kent County Council, we then weren't shouting about about like a little bakery we worked with down the road from us because it's like we want to be portraying that we work with yes. with we credible, more of those. credible clients like Kent Council. So mm. we're talking about that. Then we start work with Eurotunnel and we're, we're talking about, oh, working with Eurotunnel. And as yeah. it went on, and I guess the next kind of stage where we really, that milking the top 10%, and I think mm. something that was great for our business is Dan had an opportunity where he had built up, we built up Dan's personal brand enough in the marketing space that you had the opportunity to uh, deliver training to a lot of big 
yeah. brands that are known around the world, yeah, which is that classic milk in the top 10%, then we're always going to be like, yeah, we've, we've, worked with these. we've worked with these big well-known brands yeah. of FIFA and Nestle and stuff. Because it's like, obviously that's going to attract more of the work we want yeah. than saying Barbara's Baps down yeah, the road. Yeah. The ba- that's the name of a bakery, by the way. That's yeah. not not a woman's uh, yeah but I also think that the one before that that training one in Dubai the Euro Tunnel one the thing that was really reassuring to me was the decision maker in that business actually said how and why they got in touch with us and they'd been following us for like two years and read our blogs and saw us mm-hmm. me speak at events and seen us at networking and it just reassured me of all the things we were doing were right not yeah. all of them were right but like we were going in the right direction do you know yeah. what I mean yeah Definitely, because we've always had that long-term approach, the, the inbound approach we've spoken about in previous episodes and stuff, yeah. which is always scary because you're just saying, yeah, this will work, work long-term, but you don't know until the long-term happens, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. at least a couple of years. Um, but yeah, that was really a sign of, oh, wow. So, and and <laughs> that was the first stage, like these massive worldwide brands want training from you. Yeah, yeah. And the second thing the was you doing it and getting great feedback and yeah. then us going we're good enough to give great training to like i remember milking the the head of digital at fifa who mm. was in the training oh why are you milking him no <laughs> milking his testimony oh. milking his testimony <laughs> shut up he wrote us a testimonial saying how brilliant it was and I milked the testimonial. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in Dubai milking this guy. <laughs> oh, Shut up. God, was, I'd, I'd, I'd never heard that story. Then. And then, <laughs> anyway, so moving on from that, the next pivotal moment for me was working with Wall, I think. That was when we, was it the Christmas campaign? We did a really creative, oh, we I built think, a whole set. I think there's a big thing before Oh, go that. on, go on. We... What about when we actually started hiring anyone? Oh, yeah. Okay, go on. We didn't, you know, that was... So when we, we were working with those bigger brands and stuff, and it was mainly, I think it was me and you at that point. We were just doing everything, weren't we? Yeah. Lots of hats on. <laughs> um, every hat there is. Every hat there is. <laughs> and then I, I remember us talking about having someone permanently and stuff, but our, we speak about our dad a lot, our business mentor. Our dad had a... Uh, kind of grew in his career through being an MD of a big company where he managed loads of people mm. and it was very stressful for him so then when he started his own business he was like I am never employing anyone I'll work with people yeah. in various ways but they are Associates. not going to be my employees so I remember saying so so Ida who is amazing and still with us here we're talking about employing her full time yeah to help us because me and Dan just had no time I was like we yeah. need someone good that can do, do good stuff. stuff to help us have time um, and I remember dad saying oh you want to pl- pay someone else's mortgage do you <laughs> is that what you said yeah. and I was like what do you mean like, so now you have the stress of paying your mortgages and someone else's and I was like yeah but uh, surely it also means I free up half of my time which yeah. would be he was very anti, but that that does make sense because he's grown and been successful in a path that's worked for him. So he's given us advice based on his experience. Yeah, and he's employed lots of people and hated it. Not yeah. hated it, but like it was stressful. So, but we, I'm glad that we st- stuck to our guns and. Yeah, for our business model, obviously completely different to what he he worked on. Um, we yeah. we need these 
lovely, talented yeah. people around us. I have to say that because yeah. some of them are in the room. And um, it was it was me, you, and Ida in our parents' back room. And uh, then we need then we th- we got to a point we need to hire someone else, and we thought we can't just have loads of people in our parents' back room because it's weird, yeah. isn't it? It was already weird uh, for Ida, I think. When but we, we knew Ida as a friend before, yeah, so it was less weird. Still, when you've got a job and then at three o'clock the you're, guys you're working with mum comes up and goes anyone want a cup of tea <laughs> uh, and it's just and, hoovers and starts hoovering when you're on a business call outside <laughs> in the hallway I think we, we realised like right this is the max we can't have any more employees in here because it would just get even weirder yeah um, and plus it's a bit unfair to our parents so we just start our business and <laughs> yeah. keep growing it into more rooms yeah. of their house would be a bit weird wouldn't it and our mum really wanted us to get a big garden shed or it's not a shed but it's like a like a summer outside. house type office yeah but we very much wanted to actually get our own space. not be on their property yeah yeah <laughs> so then we we got this place yes yeah got this place and it was weird because we went from uh, an office that's smaller than this podcast set <laughs> to a space like eight to ten times that size so suddenly we had far too much space <laughs> yeah. um and definitely didn't need it but we did that was because we had long-term goals of having more people, didn't yeah. we? I mean, there's a reason why we had six desks in here when we only had three people. Yeah. And I think that's another good point, like an actual tip value-adding thing, is start with the end in mind. Like, because mm. we did, went through that process of thinking, what do we want our endpoint to be? What does that look like? All of our decision-making mm. was thinking, oh, let's get a massive room that is going to mm. fit because you know, if we just got a small in. office that fit four or five people in, we'd be thinking like it that. It would well. just it would have just caused so much more work to to yeah. grow bigger than that, yeah. and it's another hurdle to get over. Um, yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. So that was I think that was the biggest commitment. I'd say even more than when we hired Ida for the first time. The biggest commitment to me was this office because I don't know. It just felt more real it's like well we're paying rent for this place but, and we're mm. we're like committed now we still say to each other even the the day I look at you sometimes and say we've actually got a business that, that works yeah <laughs> it's strange because you look at other businesses and you think they must be clever and then I realise nah I, I, <laughs> I'm doing it too yeah. um, it's weird isn't it mm. so, we, so we moved into our new office we, then we, we had an exciting project with a global personal care brand. That mm-hmm. went amazingly well. And I think every time we've, we've worked with a really credible brand and we've got them amazing results, that is then our, our best marketing tool to get more good clients. Because yeah. we're like, look at this global brand. We've got these amazing results, it's trackable like, sales for. It's like the next stage of the milk in the top 10%. We used mm. to just stick their logo on our website and kind of talk about them. Yeah. And now it's like we actually use the facts and the data to go yes we work with this credible brand mm. and they invested well 50,000 pounds and got half a million out I of think it. we take it even further now we actually produce behind the scenes content mm. we we've got you know stories going out as we're doing shoots mm. and things teasing people to show show them the process mm. of what we do and then we talk about the results once yeah. the campaign's gone live and and even to the extent where we make less profit on a project because we pay someone to be doing behind the scenes yes. footage and we we use our in-house resources to create that content it's an schedule that though. content get it out there like you said it's part of our I marketing said, I said to you before this podcast our best marketing tool is when 
we we do client work, produce a cool campaign, and then we can shout about it. Mm. That's you know consistently we get new mm. deals coming in when mm. we show the good stuff we do. Mm. So any opportunity we have to to show more of that, yeah. I love it because it's makes my yeah. job easier. Yeah. So then we uh, we three became four. We hired another person. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, we finally committed to having someone for video stuff so I didn't have to do everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good day. obviously made sense. Cyberlink Pro was no more. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was good. And it's like, oh, this this could actually work as a proper business because if we have those people focusing on the video, then, <laughs> then I can focus on other stuff that will grow the business. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And then, and, did we hire another two people? Or? Well, then COVID happened. Oh, then COVID happened, yeah. Um, which obviously... I panicked and wanted to just start new businesses, really. Yeah, we went for that walk, didn't we? And you wanted to start a seed subscription business when there was a shortage of seeds in the world. Kind of. I still think that could have been great. Yeah. And I was like, Lloyd, we've built something good. We've proven this. Let's actually go double down on this business mm-hmm. rather than trying to start a seed subscription business that we've got no... Yeah. And after a brief panic, it was all worth it, wasn't it? Yep. Um, then we hired two more people. Yep. Then and three. Now, then four, then five, then six, then seven. Yeah, now we're hiring another four. Yeah, so did you, did you looking back, did you, when we started and we were, oh, hello, I hope you business, when we were those people, mm. did you think we'd get to this? No. What did you think our well, end point firstly, would be? Well, if, firstly, if it wasn't for you, we never would have. Like, if, if I just started a business, I'd still just be in my pants doing it on my own. <laughs> Cause yeah, but at the same time... It, if it wasn't for you, now we're, we've actually got a business. You're very mm. structured and organised and helped oh, drive na- the direction. Now I had a lot of Yeah, money. you needed me to but just... But I need... I think it's the difference in our personalities and why you're good at stuff at like going to the gym and being like... Because mm. so, I need to see like where I'm going for to be motivated to do right. it. Right. So now I'm Evidently. really excited by this business and so I'm like, yeah, cool, I'm all in. But at the time when I was just wearing a shit suit trying to do something on my own, wasn't overly motivated. Um, yeah. You had your Burton's uh, yeah. one piece, yeah. two piece. But I think, uh, and also I didn't think of this business because I think like every business, if you mm. think like Amazon didn't start out to be the biggest retailer in the world yeah it started out thinking there was an opportunity to sell books on mm. on this new thing on the internet yeah and then it's gone into that and like i think about um electric house who uh mm. a really cool agency based in birmingham um they well the guys that started that started out with with like a recruitment app for um tradespeople. yeah and then they've evolved. and then they created a Facebook page and, and a community they, around that and then they so I think I didn't have mm. exactly this in mind and I think for other business owners and stuff uh, or people wanting to start businesses be open to the fact that you you probably won't have any idea where it's going to go mm. some people obviously start things and it's exactly yeah. but I think it's much more likely that you start something mm. can even work on it for a decade and then it takes a turn yeah. and goes on to something I else. also think something we've done quite differently to other agencies is we have grown organically mm. in the sense of when we, we've, we've really invested almost everything this business earns back into the business rather than taking money out so that when we've built up a buffer we can mm. think oh we can hire someone whereas other agencies will get some investment just mm. hire 20 people and then hope that that you're going to get the income in to pay everyone's mm. wages whereas we've done it more organically which 
I don't know. I think it's just worked for us because in terms of our goals, that's we yeah. don't want the stress of hiring 20 people and, and then thinking, shit, are we going to be was, able to pay their salaries? Or? I was going to say that it's worked for us and our goals. If we wanted to build, so necessarily the right. If thing. we wanted to build a business with 100 employees, it wouldn't work because it would take 100 years to get there. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, I don't think it take that long, but yeah. Oh, all right, confident. <laughs> um, yeah, most people, like, you know, we don't, we haven't even used loans or like an overdraft. Like we, we always have, we make the money to then reinvest right, into Lloyd, the- stop boasting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't get it. The business makes the money <laughs> yeah. to reinvest into it. Yeah. And I think, so to, to grow faster, because, you know, we've been around, well, we still haven't worked out, been around, what, six years mm. and we're a team of 10. Obviously companies in the first year get to like 50. Yeah. So with investment slow. and, but- so it's it's a slower growth, but obviously we've we've bloody loved it. Yeah, I was gonna say like my mm. enjoyment level of running this business, mm. I come to work every day and absolutely love it. And sometimes I feel a bit of stress, mm. but I'd say 95% of the time I'm loving it and enjoying it. And it also allows us to, the way we work and with our team, not just be like, we have to get the most I, yeah. out of you uh, literally until you just cry and you quit and we get another version of you. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? When companies are growing quickly, they I've heard a lot really about pressure, yeah. culture within and high pressure. And it's like, oh no, you're not getting paid for extra time you're here, but you know, if, if you don't get that finished and it will take four more hours, then you'll be in trouble. Yeah. I think it's nice not to be in that situation. And of course, there's pressure on our team yeah and that we do put an element of pressure on them it's like we want to do good work yeah. but it's not that thing of you better stay here till midnight otherwise you'll be yeah. in trouble and also we've still got a long way to go to improve that i think we're yeah. still trying to figure it all out aren't we like we're Definitely. no we're nowhere near like the pivotal no we need to do better and we need to do more moving mm. forward without a doubt as we grow yeah um interesting yeah. what's your best memory over the past six seven years of us uh, i'd say i've got two Okay, go on. One was me and you going to San Diego last year when oh, you spoke so at an good. event there. Just because it was the first time we had a trip together where actually we we didn't work much. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a good time to reflect on like, oh, we're doing all right here. And yeah. we've got a good plan on how to move this forward. Mm. And this is exciting. Yeah. I think it was a good time to reflect with just the two of us going away yeah. to the other side of the world. And we've actually did a whole podcast talking about it after we went, don't know what episode it was. Yeah. Wasn't it episode one? Was it? Or two. Two. Anyway. Yeah. Maybe two or three. Yeah. And then the other one was, was the Buy Whole Food shoot, Buy Whole Foods online shoot we did mm. in September. Just because although it was uh, a bit stressful because it was, there was so much going on, mm. The, the client allowed us to be really creative and with the team we've got here, it was really good to work with the team on something that involved so many different locations, weird stuff. You know, we had camera cameras on boats and all sorts. Yeah. And it was just a really fun experience, yeah. I think, and great sense of achievement at the end of it for the whole team. Yeah. And that that delivered great results mm. for the client so so yeah what about you? Have you i think um well my best feelings i get in the business is winning new exciting projects and, mm. and i think it's it's being around the team and mm. you and then like finding out and being like yeah mm. that's that's the building i get the biggest rush from mm. doing shots and, of apple vodka at midday yeah i mean we mm. yeah we obviously did that the other week <laughs> when we uh, got an exciting project confirmed and 
Yeah, you just made us do shots, didn't you, Lloyd? Well, no, I'm not forcing anyone. <laughs> HR. <laughs> no. You offered the team shots and we basically just stopped working. And, uh, but, so I was just playing that on Lloyd. Yeah. It was me as well. I got yeah. excited. You, you that before. No, but I think it's when you, when you go through a process with any project mm. and it's back, forth, back, forth, and you've invest, you're have you heavily invested into yeah. it and it's something you really want to work on, when you eventually... Mm. You know, and some of those don't come off and it feels rubbish, but the, yeah. What's been your worst memory? Oh, my worst memory? Um, I guess my worst, my worst feeling is when I'm not delivering based on what I'm marked on or what I need to deliver. So I need to deliver sales in the business. There's been periods of time where we've lost money each mm. month because I'm not getting enough mm. business in and it's my responsibility. That's when I feel the worst. Yeah, but, yeah so you should, mate. Yeah. But I think, again, comparatively to other people, that feeling is rubbish and I put a lot of pressure on myself to work harder and longer hours to try and claw back the feeling yeah. of... Other but compared to other people who are going through terrible things and hate their job yeah. and... Other people, nothing. their job is that feeling every day and yeah. that's normal, yeah. So I feel very, very fortunate mm. and lucky that I can't think of I'm trying to think of like anything really bad that's happened but I can't really well, I don't know what have you got anything in mind I just I I have there's not one thing mm. but whenever there's been a moment where any client has shown any signs of not being happy with something we've done mm. I feel the shittest like that's true actually and it's even it's only happened like over the however many years three or four times there's been times. someone that's gone I'm not. This actually isn't yeah. good enough, and I've. It really throws you back, and I'm like yeah. suddenly I feel I doubt everything in the world ever, yeah. and I'm like, oh, That's someone. True, actually. And it just I, I think like say I get an email at four p.m. Yeah, Lloyd, this isn't quite good uh, enough. We're not happy. Good enough. We're not happy with that. I won't sleep that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be thinking about. It, and but I think I also horrible... I think this is a good thing and this reminds me you know like the qu the classic interview question tell me some of your weaknesses and then mm. someone says my weaknesses I try really hard <laughs> yeah. I like I feel it's like that I feel it, think it's a good thing that you don't sleep at night when mm. <laughs> and we feel terrible because it makes us try that extra bit harder yeah. to deliver I would do anything to avoid that feeling oh god yeah because I feel the same as you that's another that yeah. is a good point I suppose you're right actually that is good because if I was just like Oh, well. ah, that's all right. <laughs> then we just continue to and make also, mistakes. And also, again, looking at my role of delivering sales for the business, I want customer, current customers to spend more and re-sign up. Mm. So if we're pissing them off and yeah. not delivering, they're not going to sign not up. Hmm. Um, but we don't do that very often and we've just no. re-signed a very exciting global personal care brand that we're going to be working with. The, for... the times that, the negative times like that were happened more when we worked with very small businesses on very small products. It's always, projects, yeah, the smaller uh, mm. sort of companies that mm. will... I think, again, that part of our sales process now, i really trying to use my initiative to weed out those mm. smaller businesses that you're never going to potentially please because their expectations are so mm. high based on what they're... Yeah. Yeah, so... Interesting. Good times. So that's the story of... Uh, KPS Digital Marketing, Dan in a little room with six months to prove himself to this great agency Milton. of 10 people and us having lots of fun. Mm. What does the future look like then? What, what do you think? Well, we're we going to have to do another episode when it's like, oh, the story of 10 to 20 employees yeah. and working with these 
clients. Well, we always said, oh yeah, we probably don't want more than 15 employees, but I don't know. We keep, we keep growing so, we weren't supposed to, our, our 2030 plan, yeah. which my mates take the mick out me because we mention it in the podcast so much. Yeah. Um, what we're, year are we we're at, we're at about 2027 already, I reckon, this year. <laughs> so we're, we're really going too fast, <laughs> yeah. so we need to stop that. Yeah. But also, you know, we're in a high at the moment. There's going to be peaks and troughs and peaks yeah. and troughs, so we just got to We'll go back ourselves. to 2025, and then we'll have to rebuild. <laughs> yeah. Um, great. Thanks, Business Anchors, for listening to our journey. We, we, I know there's a lot of talking about us and our business, but we're hoping there's kind of lessons in there. And like I said... I just find it interesting being nosy about other businesses. So mm. hopefully you you did too. Yeah. Um, if you've got any more questions about us or, or any specific questions, then message us and yeah. stuff. Thanks, business anchors. And thank you, Dan, for being a great brother and business partner. The end. I was hoping for a thanks back, but cheers. All right. <laughs> the end. <laughs>